With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Summertime in the wintertime, the perfect time to put the top down on the rock. Cruising for malls that ain't filled up with these long lines. It's palm trees, feel the breeze, but the day and night. Everybody trying to buy like it's Black Friday, like they don't mind. But this, this is the season for giving. But California living makes it that much better, right? I was on the East Coast for a year. Ain't ain't no way you see me on the beach this time of year. But now I'm back home, Santa Claus hat sipping on my dome. West Coast, that's the throne, overseeing like a drone. Yeah, but the city ain't all I know. Class canceled cause there's no back at how would I would know. But this, this is my California hey, And this is Christmas around my way. What's up, everyone? Thank you so much for tuning in to Stardom 100 Radio. I'm your host, none other than Tanisha Davis, and tonight we have a special guest co-host, Ike Morgan, and I'm super excited that we also have another amazing guest on the show tonight. So we got like a really, really dope discussion on the way for all of you who are tuned in, Um, Mr. Trent Shelton. Uh, very uh, inspiring, uh, encouraging all across social media. Um, truly excited to have him on the show today. So, um, Trent, how are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing great. You know, thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate you for sharing your platform with me. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much. Really appreciate you um, tuning in with us and. Um, I was just doing like a lot of research, you know. You you done played in the NFL. Like, how did you go from um? What led to the inspiration of videos? Was it something you were already doing when you were on the field? Like, how did you get started? Yeah, um, really, just hard times at rock bottom. Uh, my NFL career was was very rocky, uh, up and down. You know, I was getting that a three year career, but I was spent in three different cities, so that kind of can tell you how it went, you know, getting cut and released. And it was great. I mean, it was a great experience. I mean, it was always my dream to make it, but uh, it ended a lot sooner. But in that process, um, I was kind of losing myself, my identity, uh, dealing with depression, and uh, just not knowing who I was and not knowing what my life would be, you know, after sports. And I just remember the fast forward a little bit. I just remember being in my room one night and just realizing that, you know, I have my son Tristan and, realizing that I needed to set a better example for him. And I just said it's mm-hmm. rehab time. And at that moment for me, it was just mind, body, and soul. It wasn't to be a speaker. I mean, I never thought I would be doing what I'm doing now. And in that process of me bettering myself, you know, I started to share a little bit of my journey. And in the fast forward 10 years later, you 
know, that's what we have now, rehab time. Wow, wow. Man, um, and your videos, like, they inspire a lot of people. I know I I remember tuning in many days, you know, when you're going through those <laughs> moments. Uh, and you're just mm-hmm. like, I need, a, I need a word. I need something, someone to speak on something that I'm feeling, that I'm experiencing. And you always touch on so many uh, topics to help out. Uh, young people, singles, anyone, you know, you always touch on a variety of topics. So, like, where do you get the ideas from for your uh, topics? Is it something that, you know, you just share from a personal experience or, like, how how do you come up with those topics? Yeah, it's a it's like a gumbo pot of different stuff. I mean, um, a lot of it, um, especially when I first started was, you know, what I was currently going through at that time. Um, a lot of it now is, you know, things I might go through at times or more, you know, maybe something I went through in my past, but um, a lot of people sharing, you know, messages with me saying, hey, I need help in this area or I'm going through this. And so, uh, as I call them rehabbers, mm-hmm. um, they, they inspire me to, to make the videos that I make now. So, I just, I'm just a student of life. So, I look around and if I see a problem or issue or, you know, an emotion that's hard to deal with, even with myself, I'm like, how can this help the world? And I either write a yeah. spoken word or I make a video about it. Awesome, awesome. Oh, man. So uh, you talked about um, previously before um, I read about you going through a tough time. Maybe it was the whole uh, transition uh, from, yeah. you know, playing in the NFL to doing doing the motivational speaking, and you said you went through a time of depression, which is so mm-hmm. taboo, you know, among black men, unfortunately. Can you open mm-hmm. up more about that? Uh, time in your life and how you were able to get past that? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, what led to it was just my identity being wrapped around sports, you know, um, and like, you know, for people listening, a lot of times, a lot of people have that problem when it's a job, a relationship, uh, we wrap our identity around that, that thing. And so for me, my identity was in that dream. And as I was losing that dream, I was losing myself. So, I mean, you can just imagine like your whole life, this is your everything. So I'm like, okay, my everything is, is done, so my life must be over. Like, there's no more to my life. My past had my best. What's the point of living in the future? And I was just basically creating my future, and I like to say, without even experiencing it. And I was just telling myself, like, this is going to be the rest of my story for the rest of my life. And how I got out of the course was my faith. I'm a strong believer in God, and I just held on to what my mom always gave me. It's when I was 29-11 that God has a plan for our lives, and even though I didn't know the plan, understand the plan, or could even see the plan, <laughs> I just realized that there was something more for my life, even though I didn't know the how, but I just knew where I didn't want to stay, especially with me having a son, because I knew Tristan, you know, I'm going to be his role model, his hero, you know, at some point in his life, hopefully for the rest of his life, and he's going to follow Dad's footsteps and, and, and operate how Dad operates, and so I said, I got to be a better man for him. And the other thing that happened that got me out of my depression was uh, my college roommate committed suicide. Um, and that's when life got really real for me, you know, going to his service and realizing, like, for one, you know, I placed so much guilt on myself because I'm like, man, I didn't even know he was going through this thing. But for two, realizing life is short. And I didn't want to make people – well, I, I promised him that I would always be there for people, uh, no matter how I felt, whatever. And uh, that really was a push – and me, like, really, really pushing rehab time from that point on. So 
always tell people he's more allowed in my life than he's ever been, you know, so that helped me a lot. Yeah, you. it's so true. Um, I know a lot of, you know, my brother playing college football and, um, you know, his friends, some of them made it to the NFL and some of them not making it, but it seems like, you know, they're so passionate about football and if that doesn't happen, they don't make it, you know, to the professional league. It's like they feel like yeah. they don't know what, you know, what to do with their lives. And I think everyone has to discover another passion, even though sports is their main passion. So, you know, that's so true. Um, I like that um, we're on this topic because there's so many people that um, are dealing with depression. And, and it may not be like for you, it was sports. Um, for some, it's relationships, it's um, that marriage, uh, marriage that's kind of falling through the cracks. A lot of people, um, and even like you said earlier, um, jobs, a lot of people are yeah. kind of wrapped up in, in in a relationship or a marriage or a job, and if this doesn't work, I don't see any other way. Um, like down here in um, Alabama, we've had um, more higher cases of domestic violence where men are killing women like it's wow. it's getting like really really crazy like we're we have a, i think within this year we've had maybe like three three cases three or more um cases where the guy killed the girl you know and i'm wow. like oh my god you know because people are just they're going through and and they're you know getting into that sinking place to where they don't see another way out and that's why I love that you're doing these videos, you know, that you're giving people another way, letting them know that there's another way out. You know, you don't have to go this route. You don't have to stay in that um, place of depression or, or whatever you're experiencing. You don't have to stay there. Yeah, I mean, that's 100%, you know, correct. I mean, you don't. And it's just, I mean, just to be totally transparent, I think, I mean, even myself, I still go through times where, you know, as the motivational guy, I go through down times. I go through times where I question my work yeah. at times. I go through times where I go through small forms of depression. The only thing now is I'm able to identify it. And for me, I always say create emotion in my life, right? So for me, it's going to protect my peace, going to hike, going to walk, going to, you know, work out, going to run, you know, and that changes my whole, just my whole mindset when it comes to that. So I really try to teach people, you know, especially even how you start your day, um, will influence your day. You know, a lot of us we operate in stress and wake up in stress and we just we just you know, that thing steamrolls and we do nothing to change it. And so I always tell people you gotta you can't just accept it, you gotta put some systems in place uh to help you when you're going through those moments. Right. Right, right. And um Trent, can you share with me uh, some information? And, like, what is, what is some of the advice that you give out for, um, especially not just women but men who um, are dealing with not loving themselves, like not learning how to love themselves? Because I think that um, when you get in places where I don't want to say 100% that depression evolves around not loving yourself, but, um, like, I think it plays a major part in it, though. I do think it has a um, a part in it where sometimes you just, you know, you, you don't know who you are. You know, you don't know your worth. You don't know how much value there is within you. 
you know, how powerful you are, your purpose. So what advice do you give um, for individuals dealing with those um, situations? Yeah, for sure. Uh, you said it like words. Um, I always break words down into two things, uh, the acceptance of self and the confidence of self. And I think that's one of the big problems that we don't accept who we are, especially in, living in the right. social media uh, society age where everything's perception-driven and, you know, everything seems to be perfect. And we live in a state of comparison. So the first step that I always mm-hmm. tell people is realizing how you were created, you know, especially if you have faith. Yeah. You know, you're created by an awesome guy. You're set apart. There's only one of you. And when you truly realize that and you understand yeah. that, like, that's where your power rests. I mean, your uniqueness is your greatest gift. And I just wish a lot more people understand that. The second thing I, I would mm-hmm. tell people is that stop measuring your life. And this is easier said than done, of course, but start measuring your life and start appreciating your life. Too many times we allow society standards to cause us to how we feel about ourselves. So I have to have six figures to be rich. I have to have a blue check by my name. I have to have this many followers. I, right. followers. I need to be married by the time I'm this and that. So I always say break the ruler. Like I always, I, even I do this, but I have a ruler in my office that every time I feel like I'm comparing my life or allowing something to influence it externally, I write on that ruler and I'll break it because that ruler is, is significant for me. Uh, basically a ruler is society's ruler for me to measure my life. So appreciate everything. Appreciate your pain. Appreciate your struggle. And you can look at tons of people, like even my life, like if it wasn't for everything I went through, the things I weren't proud of, the things that I did wrong, my bad past, I wouldn't be who I am today. So you're always a choice away from a new beginning and a commitment away from a new life. Right, right. I like that you brought that up about the uh, comparison to society, like what's going on. Oh, man, it's so easy to get caught up in in that, and society says that you should be uh, this by this age, and you should have this much money by this age, or, you know, like your life is just supposed to be all together by this time, and and that can be stressful. That can be very stressful, yeah. stressful. and then even with social media, you know, like you said, you touched on about you don't have a blue check mark, you don't have this many followers or so forth. People are are living under comparison, and uh, that causes a lot of anxiety, you know, and that could cause uh, depression, too, and and to make you feel like, man, I'm not doing enough, you know, and I'm not doing enough because I'm not living like this by this age, or I haven't achieved this by this age. So um, a lot of that does play a major part, so I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, you you hit the nail on the head. That's that's exactly right. Yeah. Yes, especially with um, I mean, men too. You know, men might be looking for their queen, so to speak. But a lot of women I even see in my own social media, uh, you know, who haven't found that special someone. Uh, you know, they're looking for that that perfect person, but you know that doesn't exist. What message do you have for those single women who haven't found their queen, so to speak, in life? I know it might sound like super cliche, but I tell people all the time, like, you shouldn't be searching for anything. That's just that's just why I feel like you shouldn't have to chase anything. I feel like you should be discovering who you are on a deeper level. And I think, you know, a lot of times we're always looking for someone else to love us, which, you know, of course, that's our human nature. But in most scenarios, yeah. we're not learning how to love who we are. And there's a right. time in your life where 
in your singleness or whatever, like you have to work on being complete. And I believe personally that, you know, it's not someone else's job to complete us, but it's someone else's job to add exactly. to our completeness. So I would say focus on yourself. I know that's super cliche, but work on yourself and be patient. And don't let, don't let the voids in your life cause you to settle, right? So you might be feeling lonely. So when you're lonely, when loneliness is in the driver's seat of your life, you're going to find whatever that doesn't make you feel lonely. More likely you're going to settle, get in a situation where you settle, you're not happy, and it ends up in a mess. So don't let the voids control your life at all. Yeah. I love that message. Never settle. And I love that shirt. I might have to get that shirt. <laughs> where do you, where do you order your you, product yeah. from? <laughs> uh, shoprehabtime.com. So that's where that's okay. where you can get them at. Yeah, that yeah. can apply in so many areas in life. Never settle. Yeah, um, I like that you were talking about when you're, you know, when you're single. That is a time to really try to focus on yourself, building yourself up, working on areas where, you know, you may need some strength at, you know, your weaknesses. Learning, learning about yourself. Um, I, I think yeah. a lot of people don't utilize being single as a time to really uh, embrace yourself, learn learn what you like, what you don't like, just really learn you, you know. And I like that you said you need to be whole before. Like, you don't wait for this person to make you whole. Well, when I have that person, then I'm going to be happy. When You know, when I get with this person and so forth, like, that should already be on the inside of you. You know, you should already love yourself enough, you know, and be able to identify love by loving yourself. You know, we know that God is love, but when you learn how to love you and treat you right, once you meet the other person, you'll know how to identify it. You'll know how to say, okay, you know, I'm not going to accept that. You know, I'm not going to, you know, that's not love, you know, and uh, enough people don't spend that time learning to love themselves like that. They just go jump into things, and uh, it causes all kind of chaos. So you do need that downtime um, for yourself. That's very important. That's so true. Yeah. Ike, did you want to share something? Um, so if you don't mind sharing with us, how did you how did you meet your wife? Like, you know, how did how did that come about? Um, yeah, for sure. Um, so <laughs> I'm asking this will be funny. <laughs> so first, I my wife, my age, like, on MySpace, like literally it was on MySpace. It was so funny. And we we talked, we we dated a bit. Um, but honestly, to be real, we wasn't. Uh, it was more of a situationship. It wasn't a relationship. And we had our son. Mm-hmm. I got my wife pregnant, and we had our son on a wedlock. Our situation. Our situation is very, like, super uncommon because, you know, she went and did her thing. I went and did my thing. But we ended up connecting because I told her, and she told well, we told each other, that I don't want to get in a relationship because of our son, right? I don't want that to happen. I want it to happen because we love each other. So she figured herself out, became complete. I figured myself out, and, and I became complete. And maybe four, five years later after that, uh, we realized that we really did love each other. And, you know, there was people putting pressure on us, our parents, you know, her parents, our friends, and, you know, we should get married and all this stuff. And we got married, what, 
three years ago, and we took our time, man. So it was a roller coaster, to be honest with you. And just to be real, like when she got pregnant, I was I was in a relationship when she got pregnant. So I was that guy, and it was very hard because I heard a lot of people in the process. And one of the first things I said when I started rehab time, I've hurt so many hearts in my list. And so that's why I take my time and really put the emphasis on repairing so many hearts. And uh, I wasn't being a man, man. Like, I was, just to be real, like, we're pretty much recording now, but just to be real, and I was trying to push for her to get an abortion because I didn't want to face my truth at that moment. And I was, I was a terrible person, man. And over time, though, you know, as I grew, and that was 2007. That's when I just entered the NFL. So I was living a reckless lifestyle, man, super reckless lifestyle. And uh, over time, though, I realized, like, how much she supported me, stayed down for me, um, and how much did she cared about me, you know, as a person. And, you know, I'm just glad to, to be able to make it work with her. And now we have two beautiful kids, and we've been married, you know, three years. So it's been awesome. Yeah, y'all have a real yeah. beautiful family. So what yeah. do you think, like, being in the NFL, like, it, you know, the whole, you know, just dating different women and all that, does it come with the territory? Uh, you know, like, I'm sure you had teammates who were – who are really on the scene and, you know, just just doing their thing, so to speak. Does that really come with the territory? It's just, like, hard to really yeah, avoid I, that. I mean, I'm going to say uh, NFL players or athletes are like that. But it's just, I mean, it's, I'll put it like this. I, I wouldn't necessarily say athletes, but I just feel like when you're in a position to get anything you want almost, that could be somebody who's high-level CEO. You know, it's a lot harder because temptation is in your face. And if you're not strong, if you don't know who you are as a person, if you're putting yourself in environments where, you know, you're partying all night and putting stuff, you know, drinking, smoking, whatever it may be, you're going to make wrong decisions. And so that environment is there all the time. I mean, when you have that title by your name, girls are there, you know, anything is there that you want. And so unless you're really strong-willed and really uh, are focused, and you know yourself, it's so easy to lose yourself in that scene. Yeah, I love that you're so um, transparent um, about what you've been through and what you've experienced on, like, both sides of the uh, fences for us. And, you know, when you're in the NFL and just outside, I like that you're very transparent because that is so helpful, you know, for, um, uh, for people to hear someone that's not, you know, just saying, hey, you know, this, you know, making it like their life is perfect. I love that you just right. bring it all out because that helps people to heal. It really does help you yeah. heal when you see that someone else is going through or has been through what you've been through, you know. that That's that's a step towards healing. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I tell people all the time. It's like I think a lot of people don't share their story or don't share the real part of it because they're afraid to be judged. And that's what people all the time. For one, people are going to judge you regardless. But in order for your for you to heal yourself, you have to be real with yourself, right? And I've realized this with right. my life. Um, my transparency has led to my transformation, and my transparency has led to a lot of other people's transformation. Because like you said, now you're relatable. Now it's like, I always just say this, like when I was in church growing up, and like, you know, the pastor would be preaching, and I would be like, man, I can never be like him. You know, it was like everything was perfect. I was like, man, I can never be that guy. And it was just hard to be – It was just, and so I just accepted 
time was, but then when I got around different pastors or people that was, like, open and real, I'm like, man, okay, you go through this too? Okay, you don't have to be perfect, but you just need to progress yeah. in your life? That's obtainable, and we just need more of that in the world, man. So I'm an open book, you know, so I'm just like, yeah. I don't want to keep anything inside because then that's going to eat you up, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah. I think your yeah. message resonates with so many, you know, not just women, but, you know, men as well. And, um, you know, I love your journey. And, you know, um, I know a lot of folks, once we had promoted this, were asking me, like, where, yo, where is Trent going to be at next? Like, do you have yeah. a tour going on? Or, you know, are you visiting different areas, speaking to crowds? Like, yeah, so where, where can they find you? Yeah, so I'm not touring this coming up here. Excuse me. We might do, I might do a few events, maybe. Um, we haven't decided on it yet, but anything will be on TrentShow.com. Yeah, I do have a few events that I'm scheduled to speak at, like in different cities, like other people's events that they bring me in. So I'm always going to push that on social media. So they just stay connected with me through Instagram or Facebook or on my website, TrentShow.com. They can uh, find the information there. Okay. Man, awesome, awesome. Well, um, Trent, it has been, like, uh, truly inspiring just talking to you, hearing your story and hearing what you're sharing um, and your message. Um, I, I just, you know, wish you the best going forward, like, to continue spreading, the, you know, such a positive message and continue to be transparent, you know, because it's helping people because the world needs more of it. You know, we, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we know even God himself is not looking for perfect people. You know, people right. need to share their stories. People need to come out about what they're dealing with and so forth. Like like I said earlier, that's a step towards healing. So um, I'm excited, and, you know, hopefully you're going to be circling around near Alabama, you know, uh, <laughs> that's a place I have somewhere before, near yeah. here. <laughs> somewhere yeah. down there. Yeah, so. That's one place I haven't been, so I need See? to make that happen. Yeah, add us on on the um, tour, you know, so you come out to one of the shows. <laughs> For sure. Definitely you need to um, check out the part? show. Yeah, Florida. Yeah, you said what? Yeah, so stars in Alabama, and I'm in Florida. And uh, Florida. we're always in Atlanta doing doing stuff. So, you know, <laughs> they're all near each other. So Cool, man. <laughs> yeah, so you got to make yeah, your way down. It's been an honor and a pleasure, man. Appreciate it. Well, thank you. I appreciate you guys for having me, man. Sharing your platform, and y'all just keep doing what you're doing and keep uh, impacting lives. That's what it's about. Hey, man. Thank you so much. Uh, really appreciate you. Thank you for being a guest on the show. Um, everyone that's tuned in, thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to listen to the show tonight. Be sure to um, keep up with Trent Shelton on uh, social media everywhere. Keep up with the tour, you know, uh, soon. If you're in Alabama, he'll be in Alabama. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the plug in. uh, (laughs) I'm trying to talk. You see, I'm trying to squeeze Alabama on this tour, you know. (laughs) So, um, but you all be sure to follow Starting 100 Radio on iTunes. Um, Also, be sure to follow us on iHeartRadio. And thanks again, Trent. Thank you for being a guest. Thanks, I. Uh, for being a guest on the show as well tonight, and we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. All right. Thank you.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.